Hello and welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. We're here in San Francisco at MPIWEC 2022 and being joined by a couple folks who um, are who represent uh, one of the you know most integral companies in the meetings industry. It's someone uh, that meeting planners and event planners interact with all the time in myriad ways, um, Encore. Um, and we have joining us uh, Amanda Armstrong, Senior Vice President of Brand and community engagement, along with Kathy Schlossberg, uh, Senior Vice President of Marketing. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having us. Thanks so much for having us, Tyler. Happy to be here. And um, wow, and so, you know, we're here in person. A lot has changed. Um, We were talking before, and I think, Kathy, I think you said you joined sort of shortly before the pandemic hit. Um, of course, there was you know big news with uh, a company like Encore that's so important in the industry, and um, you know the acquisition and uh, getting ready to release all that news. Then all of a sudden, the rug just gets pulled out from everyone, and all the oxygen gets sucked out of the room. So why don't you why don't you tell uh, folks um, kind of what that was like, and then uh, you know if you want to join in too, Amanda, you can to kind of say where you're at right now. That sounds great. Well, um, yeah, I did join Encore uh, in June of 2019, and one of my first charges was how do we take this amazing company that has made a number of acquisitions of different types of capability and begin to help our event professional universe understand the full scope of capabilities. So ironically, we took, uh, you know, six months, we talked to all of our customers, our team members about what we saw for. In the meantime, we did acquire Encore. And so around about March of 2020. And and this was PSAV, right? Correct. We were PSAV at the time and a long history of being a fabulous uh, audiovisual and event technology partner, but had made a lot of acquisitions of different types of capabilities from strategy, event design, production services, and all over the globe. And we just had realized that our customers didn't understand the full scope of what we did. So in about March of 2020, um, we had culminated in the decision to rebrand the company as Encore, feeling like um, we could communicate with that brand the, the extent of our capabilities across the entire event planning journey. Well, ironically, the pandemic struck after that and all of a sudden we were in a place where we needed to really recover ourselves to wait uh, before we were out there with this amazing uh, amazing news and so uh, during the course of um, 2020 and 21 we had to pivot along with um, just about everybody in the industry. That word, pivot. <laughs> Didn't we all pivot? I know. Yeah. I brought it back. <laughs> and, um, uh, you know, significantly enhanced our capabilities in the virtual piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and then, of course, during that time frame, hybrid got you know, sure. sort of redefined. And so, you know, one of the great beauties of Encore in the new hybrid world is that hybrid is not just about connecting virtual attendees 
it's about what the in-room experience, how that has to evolve mm -hmm. as well. So we've made a lot of, um, you know, we've had the opportunity to reinvent the company, to transform along with the theme of this conference, which is about transformation. Virtually every part of our industry has had to transform and just couldn't be more excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and um, I came on to the, the Encore team in January of this year, so it's only been about five, six months. Um, but I think what I saw in this transition in the rebrand was a, a commitment to put the customer first. And as a former meeting planner, I thought this is where a brand really can take hold because they're having a commitment to the customer and the planner in bringing all these capabilities and this experience forward. And they want to be a thought leader and they want you know they just want to do so much to support their end user I thought this is a great place to be so it's been six months and um, and I think the big thing so is you're an expert in this yeah, just like everyone exactly, else right? exactly so it's been <laughs> six months but I think um, in working in tandem with Kathy it's been really great because we're looking to build back Encore differently we yeah. want it to look different um, from a DEI perspective that's one of our strategic pillars um, the way that we talk to the community um, we really believe that the rising tide lifts all boats so we want to give freely with information and education because we really truly believe um, that meetings and events online in person they connect and inspire and that's our mission is to do that so um, how can we do it and, and where do we do it uh, and in what methodology that's the fun part yeah and our, our, our tagline is is coincidentally events that transform mm. the transformational power of events and I think that is even more true today than well, it was before the pandemic and I, I know at the uh, the opening general session uh, one of the, the it was a tech panel and someone it was just a mind-blowing statistic I don't know you know how true it is but they I think they said it before nine 2019, there was maybe less than 20 companies that did virtual meetings, and now there's 800. Um, it's crazy. And so tell us about this new meetings landscape, and I, I hear that you've done a lot of research, too, to, uh, you can bring. Well, I, I mean, when I heard that stat as well, I was like, oh my gosh, that like made my head hurt, right? Yeah. Because you have you have choice, you have too many choices. Yeah. And so I think when we think about like, okay, what is the planner going through? Well, now they have to meet differently, right? Is it virtual? Is it hybrid? Is it in person? All of that has changed. And now they have to select platforms and technology. It's almost too much. And so what connected with me on stage is, Pick a partner, pick a partner that speaks to you, that has the same values, that has expertise in the room, um, that can educate you, that you can you can lean on um, because you can't learn it all in this ever-changing environment. And so to me, I, I thought that was a really good insight. Um, and those partners that you pick, they need to be experts um, and they need to bring value. And they need to uh, have been around and expect to be around expect for a while. Expect to be around, <laughs> exactly. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I think um, you may, we may have told you that on a quarterly basis, we get feedback from about a thousand event professionals. And we've been tracking their sentiment about the return and recovery of in-person and the events industry for the last 18 months. And one of the things that we have been seeing has been that at the current juncture that we sit at, there is the strongest optimism about the recovery of in-person yet, with a significant percentage, more than three quarters, uh, 
going to include, whether it's hybrid or in-person, going to have an in-person component. So clearly in-person is back, but the interesting thing is that we've been seeing relatively stable prediction around the percent of hybrid that's okay. going to be there. That's what interesting. We're seeing, yeah. it, which is interesting, because we asked the question, by quarter, for the next four quarters, show us the composition between in-person, virtual, and hybrid. And what we're seeing is across the board between 20 and 25 percent to be hybrid. So what I conclude from that is that hybrid is going to be with us mm -hmm. to some degree for quite some time. In-person is continuing to rise. Virtual alone is continuing to decline. But hybrid is coming in at about a quarter. And that's the reality of what we're all experiencing. And so I think that means, you know, we all need to think about what that actually means. It, it isn't just about, okay, I need to connect remote attendees through a platform. The in-room experience needs to be different. You know, you need to make sure your venue has the right infrastructure, mm -hmm. internet infrastructure. Um, sound needs to be better. Screens need to be placed differently. So it's a blended and seamless experience, which is why, you know, we've got our own platform, but we also partner with virtually any platform that our co uh, customers want to use. And so the key is that, you know, we can help create that more seamless experience. And I, and I think also the event design needs to be different, right? So when you think about how you met before the pandemic, it was largely in person, you know what that looks like. So your budget probably is pretty consistent with maybe a little year over year bump. But now that you're bringing in a hybrid experience where maybe you're streaming all of it, maybe only general session, um, or maybe you're bringing in speakers, that's a whole different ball game. So you really need to be thinking about the event design and a lot of people have said, oh, it's like you're planning two meetings. Mm -hmm. and, and it gives you a headache, right? It's like, I don't have time for that. You need a partner that knows how to do it because it is complicated. But I think the possibilities and the reach that you can have and the community that you can create online and in person, I mean, that's limitless. You really can have an impact there. So I, I, we don't want people to get turned off from hybrid. We just, I think, bring us in earlier to the decision so you could talk about event design and we can help you with the budget and tell you where you should spend the money or advise at least so that there are no surprises. But I think the later we come to the game, we can't do any of that event design, which is so critical to make sure you're getting value out of the dollars that you're spending. Yeah, and I think too, I mean, someone's going to have to make that argument about the extra cost, the extra labor, um, and the scale of the hybrid. Uh, component, the ROI, and then maybe the possibly the, the data you could collect too. Right. I mean, that, that's the magic word, it right? It really is. There are so far more many metrics that through the pandemic now we have access to yeah. in regular use. And I do think that it is a value story and uh, uh, not purely uh, purely a cost. And what we say, you know, we understand our customers have budgets. Come to us early. Let's sit down and work through the event design that will meet your needs. I mean, in-person is still going to predominate, but the opportunity to create a more limitless event exists now with hybrid. But of course, 
your budget is not have to be limitless. Right, and I bet. <laughs> True. <laughs> and, and now that I guess we figured out all this pandemic stuff, right, ha-ha, uh, now all of a sudden we're, we get the headwinds of inflation and supply chain problems, rising costs everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. Um, so what is your take on that, and, and how can what do meeting planners need to know, and how, they, how can they strategize to... Uh, try to keep their budget under control. Right. Well, one of the benefits of our scale is that um, we've got more ba bargaining power and efficiencies to try to uh, um, uh, keep it reasonable. And we've recently been making big investments to make sure we have the right equipment for the new types of events and the new needs. So a, a, a much larger variety of cameras, uh, Etc. And so I think the key is that you know that is going to be one aspect of it. And um, yeah, I think. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I feel like when you think about it, it is rising costs across the board on your right. event budget. And and audiovisual and tech is no different. But I actually think that's where you probably get the most value. Um, and so when you think about it, if you, you need to make the business case why that investment in technology is ROI. And we can help with that because you need to think about defining your goals and objectives, right? And are you engaging a new market? Are you launching a product? Maybe some of those folks wouldn't have come to your in-person meeting. So mm -hmm. how are you marketing differently if you're going to be doing that? I mean, it's a whole new ballgame, which is kind of exciting. It can make your head scramble a little bit, but I, I think you need to work with a partner that it's like, hey, these are some best practices. Um, here are some speaking points to help you get the extra money in the budget. This is what the data you should be tracking so that you can show ROI. Um, you know, our event designers and producers are used to doing this for other clients, and so we want to be in the room to help you do it. And I think technology now is really a, a, a must-have. It's not yes. a nice-to-have anymore. And, 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 and it's probably not what people uh, previously just associated it with was, uh, you know, a mic and a, right. a PowerPoint right. and make sure the speakers no. work, right? right. Yeah. And what we're seeing in the comeback is that the, what's really becoming important to planners, and our data shows this, engagement of the audience and that's where technology can be a huge enabler and the expectation is there that it's going to help deliver that whether it's connecting um, remote attendees or it's what's happening in the room do you think the stakeholders are getting that message too of the C-level suite? I do actually and we um, and this is all anecdotal but you know we have a large presence in Vegas and there's been a lot of corporate meetings that have been happening in Vegas and because there's been this pent up demand for meeting in person I think people are going big. They, yeah. Things that are they have not done before, they are bringing people together. They realize the power of connection and the reconnection that's happening. And so they are spending more, in some instances, on having a wow, memorable experience. Um, and they're doing it for a lot of different reasons, but I think one of them is employee retention mm -hmm. because we do have workforce issues. That's right. And so they want to make build the culture, create yeah. the connections, make the employee feel valued. Yeah, we think, you know, maybe we're coining this term or maybe it's been out there, but we think there's such a bright future for the events industry for that very reason. Culture builder. Yeah. That's what it can do when you have people that are, you know, most people or a significant portion of people are working remotely now. 
yeah people need to bring people together so you think ok with this technology will in person event suffer we don't think so now we think that in person events are going to come back stronger than ever primarily because of that need that organizations have to bring their people together to connect live enabled by technology yep well great thanks for joining us today any final thoughts thanks for having this has been really fun. Yeah, it's been fascinating uh, just seeing how all these trends work out, and I think we're all on the same ride together, so it's kind of uh, fascinating to hear your perspectives. So. Thank you. Thanks for joining us. That was Amanda Armstrong, Senior Vice President of Brand and Community Engagement, along with Kathleen Schlossberg, Senior Vice President of Marketing for Encore. Thank you for joining us for this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Vice President and Chief Content Director for Meetings Today. If uh, you're interested in any more of our podcast with uh, industry thought leaders, head on over to meetingstoday.com and check out our podcast section. So uh, signing off uh, for the moment um, at MPI WEC San Francisco um, in 2022. Thank you.